Right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And um, after a surprisingly long time between recording sessions, because we recorded earlier in the week last time and a little bit later in the week this time, uh, welcome to episode 301 of Film Bastards. Uh, my name is Ian Loring, and as always, I am joined by... Becky Foster, hello everybody. I'm Mark Foster, hello everybody. Yeah, it's weird. It does feel like we've had like a really big like. You know, when we have like occasional breaks. Mm. Uh, it feels like that, but it's not. It, I think like we did, we, we did two quite close together. I think we did, we, we, we did like two quite close together, and then we had that, and yeah. So it, it, it it's it's good to get back in the saddle. Yeah, it it, it, <laughs> it honestly feels like it's been fucking ages. It's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, it's. Uh, it's an interesting one this week, and we're not gonna we're not reviewing any kind of like big releases, but I I think we got like shit to talk about. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we've got um, the Joe Berlinger directed, extremely wicked, wicked, shockingly evil and vile. Uh, vile. Yeah. Do, do you keep on getting the words right, but in the wrong order? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I keep doing that. I just call it extremely wicked. I literally was 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 trying to check something to do with it on my uh, phone earlier uh, on IMDb. And I was like, why the fuck isn't it coming up? And it's because I was putting shockingly wicked, uh, extremely evil and vile. Mm. And it, it wasn't bringing really up. Why did you not just IMDb Zac Efron? That's what I did in the end. Yeah. 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 I, I think if I refer to it, it's just that Zac Efron Bundy movie. Yeah. Yeah, but I, yeah. if you put that in, uh, in IMDb, it's no. not coming no, it's um yeah that title. Anyway, um it's uh th- that thing is a film. We'll uh, yes. we'll, we'll we'll talk. Um also a uh, bit of a catch up review of a film that we talked about quite a lot last year and then Mark and Becky never saw it. Um <laughs> so uh, Luca uh, Guadagnino, I don't know, Suspiria. So um my my thoughts on Suspiria uh, have been said multiple times on this show. Let's see what um a second go at it did for me. Um and obviously Mark and Becky's first time. Um and we've got the latest um sorry, I've just distracted by my mic because it really looks like a bell end. Um <laughs> sorry. It's just occurred to me. Um is your mouth really close to it as well, Ian? Yeah, like I just like big old cock like just <laughs> right there um i'm like, gonna try and like asmr this like big old cock <laughs> uh, um and uh i'm not i'm not drinking tonight either um and uh yeah the latest patreon review so jordan's pick uh park chan wook's uh joint security a- a area um, which was which, which is really strange because when Jordan picked it, I checked everywhere and it wasn't available on anything. And then literally the next day it became available at a rent on Prime. Excellent. Which Somebody, is really weird. Yeah, somebody's listening to us Google yeah. telling Amazon to put much, it on Prime. Sorry? Very much then. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, we're going to do uh, Andrew's uh, pick, you, me, and Dupree next week, I believe. I'm looking forward to rewatching that. <laughs> I am actually, yeah. 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 Oh, it'll be a laugh. I've never seen it, so I, I, I look forward to that. Um, Miles, so, Miles, so, a quick tangent. Did, 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 has everyone seen the fact that uh, the Hobson Shaw um, movie in Japan is called Super Combo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking incredible. <laughs> 
super combo. <laughs> they should they should just name that it, that here. Yeah, um, it should be. It should, it's, it, it's a better title. Super combo. Super combo. I can't wait for Hobson Shaw. Um, or super combo, as I think we should just call it from now on. Yeah. Um, so um, things have been happening. Um, John Singleton sadly passed away at the that's no age age of 51 yeah which is fucking awful a, a a director who i think because um because when he was when he was making movies prolifically um he was very very young you know it, it's crazy how young john singleton actually was I think he was like 23 when he made uh, boys in the hood mm. but because he got up to you know Shaft Bad Boy didn't do great Too Fast Too Furious wasn't that received and he only made like I think one movie after that Four Brothers uh, yeah uh, so like two uh, he did that abduction didn't he as well the um, oh, terrible God, the Taylor, Taylor Lautner movie Taylor Lautner film yeah. God yeah he it, did it's, it's hard to forget that he had Boys in the Hood Poet Justice and Higher Learning he did all those before he was 30. Mm. You know, and weirdly, I think, I think we've we've done Poetic Justice, I'm sure we have on the podcast, because we did it when we did the two-pack of all. Um, ah. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's the one with Tupac and Janet Jackson where she works in a salon. And they go on, like, a little road trip with her friends. I honestly don't remember that. Yeah, we, we did okay. that. Um, okay. Wow. And yeah, but it, it, I, the weird thing is, Higher Learning is a a fucking cracking movie. Mm. Um, that's about. Um, have you seen Higher Learning? I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I have. Think I've no. got it on a list for, to get for you for uh, playing it forward. Nice. But it's all set on a uh, an Ivy League campus, and it features like a black athlete who's there on a scholarship but isn't that bright. And they're fudging his results. You've got a young, and he's played by Omar Epps. You've got a young white kid uh, played by Michael Rappaport, who's recruited by Cole Hauser, essentially by the far right Nazi organization around it. And then it deals with things like race relations and campus rape and all of these things in it. And it, 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 it's. I was thinking about it thinking I wanted to rewatch it for a long time and thinking, but I wonder how it'll stand up. And then when you start to think about it and think, this movie's like topical. It's topical now. Yeah. And it was made in nineteen ninety five by a twenty eight year old uh, black director who I think maybe got a little bit lost in the fact that he wasn't Spike Lee and Paul Thomas Anderson and Quentin Tarantino were kind of the big hot shit there. Mm. Mm. Uh, and it, it, it it's a shame that that a voice as good as his kind of didn't didn't do more. You feel like it should have done. No, quite. It's um, it's sad. I uh, yeah. I mean, like the fuck. It, so his last film was Abduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was working in TV, wasn't he? But um, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's like fifty-one, man. That's just honest that's just no age just to um, go back to the cast of higher learning listen mm. this is a, this is a mid-90s cast this uh omar epps kirsty swanson michael rapaport ice cube jennifer Connolly, tyra banks regina king 
Cole Hauser, Buster Rhymes, Lawrence Fishburne, Adam Goldberg. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, um, and also Chewbacca died, Peter Mayhew, uh, which was sad. Um, I mean, like, you know, he he was he was a lot older than John Singleton was, but it still doesn't make it any less sad. Um, but hey, shit, the guy's in movie history for the rest of fucking time, any really. So um, yeah, and I, what was really nice is, is it seemed to be that he was a really really well liked guy yeah. uh, by cast and like the whole sort of Star Wars fandom community. No one was no one was being shitty about him. <laughs> no. No, quite. fandom that has the capacity to be really shitty. That is a fandom that is full of the shittiest of the shitty people. <laughs> yeah, no, that's too right. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that was the big stuff. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is playing can in competition, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, two hours, 45 minutes long. Fucking let me at it. Um, it's July, isn't it? I think that comes out. Yeah. It's summer. It's summer movie, yeah. It's it, 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 Tarantino wanted to release it in summer because it's set in summer. Yeah, nice. That nice. was his thing. My other, my other, my past couple of movies that I've released at Christmas have been set at winter. <laughs> and that was his, that was his whole thing. You think? Do you know what? That's quite Tarantino, actually. Yeah. Uh, so we're just that basic with it. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. God can is soon. Yeah, like, I think it might be next week actually. I think it is next week. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um. Okay. So yeah. Um. Let's move on then, because there's also been plenty of trailers. Um. What do we want to start with? I'm trying to think of what we've watched. I'll let you start on these. Come to get much where thing up. Um. I watched one for um new Netflix film. I am mother. Uh, which is on Netflix in June. Um, looks quite interesting. It's like a, a girl is basically raised by a robot, vo- and the robot's voiced by Rose Byrne. Um, it, it, like, and she's told basically everybody, everything outside's contaminated. No one's out there. We've got to like raise you to be strong. Blah blah blah. But then Hillary Swank comes into the picture, um, and it's like. Is Hilary Swank a wrong and is the robot a wrong and what's going on? Um, it kind of slightly had shades of towel, um, which is probably uh, not not a great thing. Um, but I'm willing to give it a go. Like Rose Burns, kind of like, weirdly one of those actresses. I think I just what anything she's involved in, I'd probably watch just because I I like her vibe. Um, and she yeah, kinda... that, that, she's got a, she's got a decent she's got a damn decent presence. That's what I said. She's definitely got like a presence that's that's enjoyable, in, intriguing, and enjoyable to watch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, uh, have you got a list there? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what have we got? Sonic. Oh fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic, uh, which is almost defunct now because they're going to redesign him uh, because poor, of the backlash. The poor VFX artists. Yeah. Uh, hate us. I, I, I don't have a problem with him. Do you know what I'd do if I was a VX, the, the, the FX guys? I'd just fucking do an 8-bit version. I'm going to let you fucking go. Have an 8-bit version. Have an 8-bit that version. Have an 8-bit version in fucking 4K on a massive screen and you can see how fucking shitty it fucking looks, you <laughs> bunch of fucking nerds. Um, 
I am very up for the fact that this movie will be 93 minutes long and will be just Jim Carrey twatting about for 80 of those minutes. Did you see someone had, um, on Twitter, someone had gone, oh, so you don't like Sonic with his human teeth, do you? Here's Sonic with some hedgehog teeth. And hedgehog teeth <laughs> are really, like, needle-like and sharp. No. So it was just Sonic with his mouth open with loads of fucking, like, piranha-like teeth. I, 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 I did I did see somebody went somebody went went this is easy to sort out and just replaced it with Steve Buscemi's face <laughs> nice. and I was like I'm actually fine with that as well. Have you seen the face swap that they did between Pikachu and Sonic? No. Have you seen the the the, the, the joke that they played with people or with the Pikachu detective that it had leaked online? Oh, that was good. And it, it, it's literally just a 104 minutes of Pikachu doing aerobics. <laughs> that's fucked. That's because the thing is though, it's like that first minute or so does legit look like that might actually be the start of the film. <laughs> how how much did you get into it? No, no, no. I know, I know what it turns into, but I, it just it like I like <laughs> the way. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was to say that I I watched I watched a good amount of it. <laughs> Okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, going, I know this isn't the film. I'm aware this isn't the film. Enjoying the shit out of this. <laughs> I'm um I, I'm I'm seeing Detective Pikachu twice this weekend. <laughs> once with Lottie and once no, both times with Lottie. Um, she's so fucking hyped for it. Um, we're going with um some friends of ours, like a little friend of hers and a, a friend of ours on Saturday afternoon. But he can't um he can't watch 3D films like is because of his eyes. Um, yeah. but Lots wants to see it in the screen with the moving chairs, and that's in 3D. Uh, so you're, you're seeing it in in 4D then. Uh, in in um, full uh, chair raper vision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, you get raped by a fucking Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit man there's going to be some weird 4dx stuff going on with that yeah. actually so yeah yeah um I'll, I'll report back on that next week but yeah um well so yeah. what else have you got then? uh that's that sonic one i mean like the, it's just the, what the fuck like i i don't get i don't know who signs that design off <laughs> <laughs> i don't mind that it's i'm fine with it awful it's <laughs> solid Awful. no matter what they do it's gonna look like shit <laughs> but it i don't know it's like have him have him small you know it's like he's really spindly i saw long leg doesn't shit yeah oh god that face swap's terrifying thanks <laughs> um, but yeah i don't know and I, I, I will say the um the gag at the end of the sonic one about like if you got a child is your child in that bag so like, no not my child <laughs> Like that's 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 a solid that's a solid bit. Fucking... He plays that really well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm I I'll, I'm gonna t- I'll take lots to see that fucking no problem. I, um, I'm, I'm actually quite looking forward to that, to be honest. Mm. Uh, so Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, yeah. Which looks like it's dropping plot bombs left, right, and center. Um, but I'm assuming there's gonna be like more there's going to be like more to it than that but like the whole zendaya knowing he's spider-man kind of thing it's like did you really need to put that in the trailer yeah but i suppose it's to get the injury it's a trailer where they've gone do you know what we've got to tickle your balls a little bit for the past two trailers we're gonna go balls out with this one and go oh you know those questions you got post end game bang 
Mm. Yeah, it's um, I I I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It looks it looks much grander than Homecoming, um, but it looks like it's still gonna have that kind of like interpersonal shit that was interesting in the first one as well. Um, and I'm glad to see um, uh, Tony uh, Revioli um from like Spider-Man Homecoming, but Grand Budapest Hotel. He's back in back in it as well as Flash um Flash Thompson um i i like that guy um yeah i don't know it looks good and when kevin feige says that this spider-man far from home is the last film of phase three i i think already you can see why yeah um so yeah uh exciting i mean what do you guys think of the trailer what do you think i don't know i I struggle to care with the spider-man movies i don't find him engaging enough as a character I'm actually really up for this, partially because it's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. Yeah, I mean, that helps. Yeah. Did you see the footage from the premiere? No. Yeah, there's a footage from the premiere where Jake Gyllenhaal literally goes with uh, Tom Holland, the kid who plays his, um, his mate in it. Yeah. And Zendaya. And somebody put, why does it look like um, Jake Gyllenhaal's taking his three teenage kids to Disney World for the first time? And it literally <laughs> does. <laughs> I don't, I, just, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not super keen on the Spider-Man movie. To be fair, I I, I was I was a bit like, is this just going to be a bit like, oh yeah, and the Spider-Man. Yeah. After Endgame, but I'm like, oh no, you're going to set shit up. You you. This is. This is. More of like the. This is almost like the epilogue for Phase Four. I'm more the prologue. excited about the introduction of like Gyllenhaal's Hall's character and the introduction of the multiverse and all that and yeah. what that could potentially entail. Yeah. Um. But I'm, yeah. I'm very, I'm very old for bitch. Please, you've been a space. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fucking incredible. Yeah, I, I want, I want, I want more sassy Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah, it's got what's her face in it though as well, and it the the the, the blank space on a screen whenever she's on screen. But... What Zendaya? No, Nick Fury's assistant. Uh, oh, Colby Smolders. Colby Smolders. She doesn't smolder. She's like she wet coal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't have that. Yeah. She's wet hardwood on a campfire. Yeah, she is. Just throw it on it. Just everything just goes out around her. <laughs> I thought I thought you were about to insult Zendaya. I was about to hit her in the face with an iPad. No. No, you know I like Zendaya. Um, big fan. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to Far From Home. Digging it. Yeah, two. Sorry. What else have we got? I mean, there's the big one, but do we have any others? I don't think I do, actually, no. Okay, let's do it then. Uh, it Chapter 2, trailer dropped uh, a few hours before we started recording. That it's a fucking interesting trailer. I thought for a second the whole trailer was just going to be like a scene from the film. Yeah, it, it does show a lot of that scene, doesn't it? It's a significant scene. Significant. Significant. Yeah, it's it looks very much like an It Chapter Two trailer. Well, it's gonna, cause do you know why? Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that, but but I'm very much like I watched it and went and went. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, that looks part like part two to it. I'm fine with that. Nothing's no, nothing surprises me or anything like that. But I, I'm, I'm still, it still got my interest. But it wasn't. It didn't make me go, whoa. It made me go, yep. 
Oh, it did make me go well. Which I watched it three times because oh. I kept going, oh, is that, oh, is that that? Oh, my God, is that that? Yeah, I don't have that. It looks like they're going to include more stuff from the the books that's not in the miniseries. Yeah. From the, the quick fire bit at the end where it's scene, scene, scene. Yeah. There's, there's shots and you're like, oh, my God, is that, oh, my God, that's that bit. Like the, the bit with the, um, all the balloons under the bridge, that's related to the Adrian Mellon sort of storyline, which kind of, from what I remember from the book, I've not read it in a while, but it kickstarts the new spate of murders, mm. which brings them all back. Yeah. Um. And there's the the bit with Richie with the big tall um statue of the lumberjack man who I can't remember who it is, um. But that comes to life and chases him in the book. That's not in the miniseries, so it's it's quite exciting that they that they're kind of including extra stuff. Cool. I like the cast as well. Like that's that's an interesting collection of actors, and yeah. seeing Bill Hader just do straight serious. Um, even I think he, I, I think that Barry show he does is supposed to be quite like generally straight faced. But I'm, I mean, I, you know, I don't really watch much TV, so I'm kind of looking forward to see what he does there. And I don't know, James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain um, together. Like, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a really nice looking cast that. Mm. And the film looks good as well. Like Andy Machetti, he's like he's got an eye. Um, I mean, the first one looked good as well. I really want to rewatch the first one, but it's just that opening scene like just fucking weirds me out to this day. Um, well, which is obviously intentional, but it kind of puts me off watching the bloody film. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how this goes. I've got no fucking idea what's gonna happen in this. I've got I've never seen the miniseries, and I I've not read the book, so. I'm going in pretty fucking fresh. Uh, I believe you've not seen the miniseries. Yeah, I mean, again, it it, it just it's like it, it it's not my as as Spike Lee says, it's not my cup of tea. Um, like I I it just I don't know. Like Stephen King miniseries kind of weird me out. Like the stand freaked me the fuck out when I was younger, and it it it, it, it like kind of just put me off all of them to be honest. Um, and I mean, I don't know. There's just something about Stephen King stuff, like Pet Cemetery, like weirded me out a treat in moments as well, you know. And there's no fucking way I'm gonna watch, like, I'm I'm not gonna watch the Mary Lambert one. I just like I I'm, I'm I feel like my one and a half times with Pet Cemetery are the one and a half times in my life, and I you know I can leave that alone now. And it's just something I don't know, something about Stephen King. I mean, he's just like he he comes up with some really good horrific shit, um, but. I don't like watching horrific shit all the time these days. Yeah, I completely know so, what you mean. I really enjoy watching horrific shit. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, cool. So uh, let's get on to extremely shocking. No. Extremely Ex- shockingly evil and vile. Can we get ice cream later? That is such a good idea, and I wish I could, but I can't. I'm sorry, I have to pull an all-nighter tonight at the law library. All-nighter? Yeah, I gotta make sure I'm the most prepared attorney in the courtroom once my trial starts. Why did she pick you out of the lineup? My lawyer found out that the police showed him that picture beforehand. Twice. 
course I looked familiar. That's not even the worst part. Is what happened in Utah wasn't just dumb luck. The police already had my name. Someone gave it to them. Someone gave your name to the authorities in Utah. Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea who did that to you? Do you see that car out there? It's been following me since I got back. <laughs> Either I'm going crazy or I'm being set up. Yeah, that. Um, I'm just never going to get the title. Um, <laughs> it's directed by uh, Joe Berlinger and stars Zac Efron, uh, Lily Collins, uh, uh, Kaya Scodelaro, and Haley Joel Osment. Um, yeah. 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 Um, okay. So this is the well based on Ted Bundy, uh, played in here by Zac Efron, uh, a killer of many women um who was also quite charismatic and um it's a story which is at first kind of told through the eyes of his partner played by lily collins and then the film kind of drops that in the second half uh i suppose real life events kind of dictated that um and then becomes this kind of biopicy thing about a rock star killer of women um yeah yeah uh hmm uh becky what 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 did you make of this i think you've i think you've significantly made a bit of a a wrong turn somewhere when you make a film about ted bundy and a lot of your audience from what i've read from people's reactions come out of it going did he ever actually admit to it did he ever actually admit to it? Mm. I, I think that's maybe the wrong direction to go in. I get what they were trying to do, which is to kind of go, look, not all serial killers are monsters coming out of the dark with with a gun and a mask across their face. Not not everyone's not everyone that's a bad person is looks like a bad person. You can't immediately tell. Like I or, get or that. Or bad to everybody they yeah. encounter. Yeah. Mm. I, I feel like they've leaned far too heavily into that it, it felt quite problematic to me I, it, I i'm not entirely comfortable with the final product although i do like i say get what they were going for but i get what they were going for more from what they've said in interviews the director and zach efron more than the actual content of the film mm. they, they've They've been forced to explain it on numerous occasions, which suggests they failed in what they they were going for. That said, I think all the performances were all right. Specifically, obviously, Zac Efron's. I think he 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 plays Bundy really well, but I think I think there should have been more context. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just to, while we're just on that point before I go to Mark, I think the context thing is right. By the end of the film, I've got no fucking idea why he treated Lily Collins differently. Like, mm. no fucking idea, no clue, 
No clue. Um, Doesn't go into his motivations or anything at all. No. No, that, that exactly. Um, you know, that end scene just really, conf- frankly, it kind of confused me. Like it was just like, right, what, what is she, what is she actually? Okay, is she trying to get closure or is she trying to set him up or what exactly is going on here? And then like the way like he just fucking writes hacksaw out on yeah. it, just like what the fuck? Anyway, uh, Mark, what do you think? Um, well. When the first trailer dropped, uh, a lot of the the early sort of criticism was you've made it you've you've made a a cool looking movie about a serial killer, mm. and you've made him seem like you said like a rock star, and you've made him seem charismatic and almost like the hero of his story, mm. which Ted Bundy did feel at points like. Like not not the hero of his own story, but the um, he portrayed that he was the victim of his own story. Yeah. Mm. Um. But did it with a an effervescence and a a style to himself that was very much like you know not a coldness but a, a warm coldness, a weirdness. Yeah. Um. To that. Um. And what I think, and the, the thing is, there is what a lot of people then said. What the, what the filmmaker said was, "No, wait until you've seen the film." The second trailer then gives more of an idea of, "Oh no, this isn't. This is more of a more of what they were going for. It's not this hyper stylized. What is it?" And then the film kind of falls somewhere between those two stools. Yeah, it's it's not biopicy. It's not a biopic for a start off because it, it only explores things from mainly from him. It's not Lily Collins' character's biopic because she's not in she's not involved in his life at all those times enough. Mm. Um and it it gives you an idea. Literally I I, I thought so thought. It basically gives you an idea of Ted Bundy if you read his Wikipedia page. Yeah. But then I read his Wikipedia page, and there's so much more about yeah, him yeah. than this. So it, it literally is if you read the Wikipedia summary of what's going to be included in the page. But even that gives you more information about Ted Bundy. <laughs> and it, it, it's it, it's a weird one because Joe Berlinger has a very strong interest in these in serial killers and in Ted Bundy himself. And I think Zac Efron is very, very good. I, I happen to disagree with you on it, Bex. I don't th- I think there's a lot of very bad performances mm. in it, with the exception of, of Zac Efron. I think, for instance, Jim Parsons is just Sheldon playing, what is it? Yeah. I'm starting, to think, I'm starting to think that's all he can do. Um, uh, Hilary Dalsmith, I, I think, is is okay but i was i was watching going he looks more like he could do these things are you sure he's not ted bundy um and lily collins and that uh kaya um they seem like amdram six farmers in a movie, yeah, they seem they seem like kids in costumes. Yeah, Lily Collins is weak. Kaiser Cabellario, you don't expect much more from because. Yeah, I, I, I'm constantly baffled as to how she keeps getting cast in things. Yeah. Um, 
I just feel like if, if you're going to make a, a film from from the girlfriend's point of view, do that. Do that. But they sort of do until they don't. Yeah. If you're going to make a biopic, do that, and they sort of don't until they do. But they they don't include any of the stuff from his point of view that would give context. Like this is what I'm. This is what I was I, getting back to. That. There's no. It never, it, too it, much it, of the film is from his point of view to not include any of the stuff about the murder. It, it, too much of the stuff is from her point of view to then not have her looking at the news reports and reading about what was done and then none of that to be included. Well, Nothing about the crimes or anything like that was included. This is it. It, it doesn't It doesn't get into um, the actual crimes. Now, I'm not saying I, I want a grotesque film that shows all these crimes being committed or anything like that. No. But... Uh, and I, I, I will, I'll, I'll let you speak in a second, Dave, and come to you, mm. because I think you're going to agree with me on this point, right? If you're going to make a serial killer movie now, what you have to do is you have to go, right, so we're making a serial killer movie. Um, there's actually, of real serial killers, there's been a lot done. There are very few that are any good. There's been laws made about Manson, most of them are shit. Um... All of them, actually. I'll go as far as to say all of them are shit. Even the ones I haven't seen yet are shit. Tarantino is going to change history, I think, yeah. in Once Upon a Time in yeah. Hollywood. I make the Manson movie that's not about Manson. Yeah. Oh, I, that, that, I, Sharon Tate's not dying. Yeah, I'm, fucking, dying. I'm fucking convinced. Charles Manson's hardly going to be in it at yeah. all. It yeah. is set against the backdrop of, this ta- of that time. So... If you're going to make a movie about a serial killer that is based on real life and you're not wanting to do it as a schlocky thing to just try and get people to watch it, like the Murder of Sharon Tate movie, I think that just appeared on Netflix or Prime, that one. Is that the one with Hillary On the Duff death of what? Yeah, that one. If you're not trying to do that, you've got to look at it and go, how can we make Zodiac but about Ted Bundy? <laughs> right? Yeah. That is how you should do it. This is this is nowhere near Zodiac level, and Zac Efron is let down because it, he's proud of it because he's gone. Do you know what? I'm not playing the pretty idiot this time. Actually, no, I am playing the pretty idiot, but I'm not playing the pretty idiot that everyone wants to see take his shirt off and fall over. I'm playing the pretty idiot that did all these heinous things. It's a real part for him, yeah, and he's really good. He is really. But the the rest of it is so flimsy. His performance as Bundy in another film that's more fleshed out. Yeah, fantastic. Great. Yeah. Ian, what did you think? Yeah, I agree with that last point. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of stunned that that like Burling is not getting more shit for this. Um, to be honest, I, it, it in in a in our in the times in which we live at the moment, I'm fucking stunned that this film. Is kind of got a release. Uh, it, it, it's I, I I would almost call it irresponsible to be honest. I mean the courtroom stuff is a fucking joke. Like pretty much it all seems to be pointing out. Actually, hang on a second. Some of this evidence is a little bit sus. I mean you do have that fucking ridiculous scene with Caius Godelaro. Even I'm sure that was based on fact, but like it. it I don't know, like the whole kind of like proposing to her in the fucking courtroom and what, and he was, you know, he was obviously like playing to that shit, but it, it, the, the teeth thing, um, 
you know, it's like they are kind of raising points there. It's like, well, hang on a second. Where is Teeth actually crooked at that time? You know, um, there's another thing about um, where they it's ruled to um, uh, when he's talking about uh, it's the detective and he's saying he surreptitiously recorded him. And then it's like, well, you know, you should strike that from the record because of X, Y, and Z. And it's almost like a fucking hero moment. Yeah. Um, it like, I, I, I was watching this film and just thinking, right. So what does is Joe Berlinger basically making a like fictional recounting of how Ted Bundy got fucked over? Like it, it like I, I, it felt like he liked Bundy and he wanted to tell like the the true side yeah. of the story. What and, I would say, yeah. What I'd say there is, let's say you went into this as a under a certain age, under 25, yeah. Yeah. Zach Efron fan, yeah. because you saw it on Netflix. I, oh, Sky Cinema, um, it is on Netflix in the US. Um, I, I think that, that, that there are sh- stupid enough people, or not even stupid people, just people who, who don't know these things yet, yeah. and not necessarily stupid, who could come out of it and think, legitimately go, but did he kill all these people? Yeah. Well, that's like, what I think no, Ian's getting yes. at. Be a responsible comment. Exactly. Yeah. 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 People like, that don't know will come out of it and go, well, yeah, he's got yeah. a I mean, they, they don't actually mention it anywhere during it that they literally found pieces of people yeah. in his apartment. Uh, you see, that's the thing. It need it needs stuff like that. Yeah. It, 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 needs, it needs that because the courtroom scenes in this, it almost feels circumstantial. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then when it's like the guilty plea, the the way the courtroom scenes have been proceeding, the fact that it's then guilty, 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 it's all like if you didn't know, it would almost be a shock. And I mean, like that last scene would all like where he writes out hacksaw. I mean, the film actually kind of plays it as if it's a twist reveal. And it's like, oh shit, he did do it all along. Yeah. yeah. And you know, but I I don't know. It just. Yeah, I, my word for it would be irresponsible. Um, but I don't think it's I, I don't think it's necessarily kind of like I didn't hate it. I think like you guys have said, I think Efron is 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 very good. Um, and I I I don't think he I don't think this will stain him. Um, but I think Joe Berlinger needs to fucking look at himself. Um yeah, I, I think it'll be one of those ones going going forward uh, in years to come. It will be a, oh, Zephron was great in it, but it it wasn't a great it wasn't a great film. In sense, I, I actually I didn't dislike it, but I was fine while I was watching it. But then afterwards, I'm going right. Yeah, I'm but, but that, this yeah. is the problem. This is the problem. Mm. This is the problem. And it's one of those where the more you think about it. I, yeah, and I. I I'm not a champion or anything, but my affection for my wonderful Zac Efron is it, 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 I feel like I'm all right to go. It's not a good film, but I did. I, he's good in it. You can like the performance yeah. and not like the film. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I do feel a little bit like that. I think he should be proud of it. I think Joe Berlin just shouldn't be proud of it. Exactly. Well, like I say, if you take exactly the same footage of Zac Efron, but there's more background footage of other contextual stuff. Yeah. Mm. Good film. Fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. But it's not. 
it's just left at that. Yeah, there's too much ambiguity to it. Yeah, in, and, a, in and, a very non-ambiguous situation. And I, I mean, I've got to say as well, just like the the whole kind of reveal that it was Lily Collins who actually tipped off the police in the first place, like. It just in in the context of the film that just made no fucking sense to me whatsoever yeah. like i, I d- like n- no understand and no understanding for how their relationship is set up at the start that she sees that shit and then calls into the pl- like just i don't i just don't understand it and like the way that then he's arrested and whatnot and she's with him she's by his side for quite a while before thing like things go south between them mm. and i just you need you need if if you're going to do both of those things you need to explain why and i i don't need films to explain everything to me but this isn't a fuck, this isn't a david lynch film it's not a film that's asking you to kind of like make of it what you will at least i don't think it is and again if it is that's fucking irresponsible given what what it is is i mean like shit that fo- that fucking picture of just the woman with the head cut off like oh god you know yeah. it, it, it's and horrible it's, stuff and yet he's a fucking rock star in it i don't understand it that, that's it i think they've yeah I, I completely agree they they don't they don't shine a light on on quite how horrific, horrific his yeah. crimes were no. they seem to shy away from that a little bit like like almost like they don't want to well and that's they, 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 like, they, yeah. Yeah, you think you were saying that, Ian? It's like Joe Berlinger was a, is a little, he's more impressed with the celebrity of yeah. of Ted Bundy, and he's like, but he he isn't interested in the gross of the the acts. He's more interested in the how Bundy saw himself and things like that. It's like, and like you say, that's fine. You can do that because you're a very wealthy man, and you can have that as a little obsession. But then when you make a film about it, you've got a you've made a film for you to have a play around with a Ted Bundy movie. Mm. And it, it yeah, it's it is it is problematic. And I say that as somebody who despises describing films as problematic. Yeah, totally. If, if, if they've been wanting to kind of go, oh, we're going to show the juxtaposition between the, the horrific man Bundy was on one side versus the face that he showed the world, they didn't. They didn't represent they didn't the rep- horrific yeah. side at all. Yeah, just can... the face that he showed the world. Yeah, it doesn't land. Yeah. You know, and and the, there was an interview I read with them both um, the other day, and Zac Efron said, you know, we really wanted to make this film for the victims. Fucking if I, what? If I was a, one of the descendants of one of the victims of Ted Bundy, I would I would feel insulted by that film. And yeah sickened to be perfectly honest by yeah yeah that's fuck that's mental okay yeah i mean it's shit you shit i kind of want to stop talking about it so yeah Yeah, shit right i'll just find out what our audience the poll was Uh, i feel so sorry for zach efron what you want it back he'll be all right it has to be a shit i'm i'm touching cloth but that's just because of zach efron's performance Mm. okay um, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm comfortable with that. What's the poll? Uh, oh yeah, I need to read that. I don't know. <laughs> I just looked at it. I was wondering. I looked at it. Went, well, that's interesting. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Definitely not shit, 22%. Uh, touching cloth, 56%. And shit, 22%. Didn't t- fucking touch. No, all right, fair enough. How many votes? Uh, nine. Okay. Uh, okay, so just remembered I'm hosting. Sorry. Um, so um, let's let's continue let's continue this uh, party train uh, with Suspiria, uh, directed by Luca Guadagnino, starring uh, Dakota Johnson, Tilda Swinton, Tilda Swinton, Tilda Swinton, Tilda Swinton. I think yeah, I'm going to say four Tilda Swintons. Um, Mia Goth, no. Yeah, Mia Goth, yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz, um, and others. So, Suspiria, I I think it's Bobbins. So, um, I I probably let Mark and Becky uh, take the uh, take the reins on this one. So, uh, finally, Suspiria, guys, what do you think, Mark? The original Suspiria is what 104 minutes long or something like that. Ninety-seven minutes long. Can you check that for me? Mm-hmm. Right, because this is a hundred and fifty thousand. Hundred and fifty-three minutes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred and fifty-three minutes. Yeah, Ian, um, you one said one hour forty. So one hour forty. So eighty minutes. No, that's not. How did you get? How did you get, one hour forty. How did you get eighty minutes? All right, come on now. <laughs> hundred minutes. There you go. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's what that, that you just write me there, didn't you? <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Um, so yeah, hundred minutes, right? So this this li- you could literally watch Suspiria and a half of Suspiria in the same amount of time it would take you to, to watch this. Ian, you said about this that it uh. feels like Luca um, Guadagino, um, like he he wanted to make a different movie, but mm-hmm. would never get given the money to make that movie. Yep. So we agreed to make Suspiria yep. and then just try to slide that movie in there as well. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The problem is that movie is really fucking boring. Mm-hmm. Really, 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 really boring. If, right, Suspiria had Gary Oldman in it, right, and he went, that character there, yeah. I want to play that character. Gary, that's that's fine. But it, it, it's a mid-80s German woman. Yeah, I want to play that character. See what you're saying there, Gary, right? And we love you, Gary. We do. We do. But it's a mid-80s German woman. I want to play that character as well. Right, that's cool. a That's an early 40s female ballet dancer, Gary. Like, I'll, I'll play that one. All right. So, so right. Okay, Gary. We'll, we'll we'll let you play that character. Can we get, can, can we, can we prosthetic him? Yeah. Right. Can you just do the voice? Yeah. Gary, that sounds like you doing the voice of a mid-70s German, mid-80s German woman. Mm. Yeah. It, it sounds like you doing that voice. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I always want to play this character. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, shit. What have we done? Right. If you did that, people would have a problem with it. Yeah. Right? People would be saying, hang on a minute, why can't the cast just an, an older actress in that role? Why is, what is it? When it's Tilda Swinton, it's seemingly okay. 
But it yeah. just looks like Tilda Swinton. Yeah. It sounds like Tilda Swinton. It doesn't actually, for me, it doesn't look like Tilda Swinton until that last scene where she's in the bed after she's been to visit her for that, that last time. Yeah. After she's been to visit him for that last time. It doesn't. I think they've done quite a good job on the makeup. After you pointed out that it sounded like Tilda Swinton, I couldn't unhear it. Yeah, yeah. That, you ruined that for me. I'm fine with that. Um, it, it, yeah. It's like, I think the the makeup around the eyes, it's not it's not craggly enough. No. It, it, it's like, he's it, like the character's got quite a soft face and it's supposed to be like a, yeah, like you say, a German professor in his, or psychiatrist in his like mid 70s or 80s and yet it looks like he's got a really really good skincare regime <laughs> and then you've got you've got it set against the backdrop of the Badermeinhof um, incidents right the timeline really bothered you didn't it which it's constantly okay. referencing for no reason no. for no reason whatsoever again literally like the director again has just gone fuck it wikipedia summary better mine off yeah right and setting it against that he seems to forget it, 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 it it's like he it, somebody had to keep reminding him but we do need to do some scenes and i know you want to watch this old man walking places we know that you really like that but we do need to do some scenes in a dance studio. And he's gone, oh, can second unit do this? I've got another eight hours of old man, of old man walking to shoot here. <laughs> and it's just, it, it's crap. It's really crap. And I also had to put up with Tom York. What, doing his best Twin Peaks impression. Yeah, that's the only bit. The only good bit of the music is literally the bit he steals from Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's 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 not very good. <laughs> None like, of the performances are very good. No. Not one of them. And if Mia anyone Fox is quite good. She's. She, do you know what? She's all right. I think. She's all right because everybody else is so bad. Yeah, she probably feels better. That least. she feels better. Yeah. Chloe Grace Moretz is in it for, what, maybe five minutes collectively. And she really fucking bothered with me with how shite she was as well. She's awful. awful. That opening scene is not good. No. It, 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 it's brutal. Uh, I would go that far. The, the witches literally cackle. Yeah. Literally cackle. The yeah. dancing in it, I don't know whether they even had a choreographer. No, the dancing is shite. To say that it's supposed to be based around the dance studio. Now, I know it's not supposed to be based around a ballet studio. like. Well, I, I, I only realised that towards the end. But when I went... When you went... It's not ballet, It's not Dicker. ballet, Dickon. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but to say that it's supposed to be based around a, air quotes, generic dance studio, the dancing is shite. Yep. And then they got in the uh, the Dakota Johnson's only only sorry method of dancing seems to be lay on the floor, writhe around, rub your face on the floor. Yeah, bit. and then we'll just throw in some Japanese rope bondage in towards yeah. the end of it. Yeah, it, it's and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, right? But that ending, that end half an hour, right? 
and I know we're not allowed to really reference it, it because of the director of these movies. I'm going to reference questionable past. Um, but that ending felt like it was either from a Jeepers Creepers sequel or one of the wrong turn movies. But he's being held up as this, isn't it amazing? Just because it's the director it is. To be fair, to be fair, I don't think the general reaction to Suspiria was, is it, isn't it amazing? But uh, there are some who are saying it is. There have been some, yeah. Some some have drank the Kool-Aid. It, like, that end sequence, I mean, Tilda Swinton in a fat suit. Like that, 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 that bit. End like I was coping with it up to that point, going, do you know what? If you just take out the factor that it's supposed to be a Suspiria remake and you just look at it as a which is in a dance studio kind of separate film, it ain't that bad, it ain't that bad, it ain't that bad. Try to kind of play devil's advocate with my own brain, yeah, but that okay. fucking it goes absolutely fucking off a cliff. Yeah. Just the the. the and the, the the twist makes no sense to me. No, no. I, d- I, I, I honestly, honestly don't get how she was actually Mother Suspirium all along. Yeah. Like, just no. I mean, what 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 was the plan? What um, what actually was the plan? Well, like the witch's plan. No, no. I mean, like Tilda Swinton's oh. plan. It's like, oh. is is she trying to recruit? But no, sorry, Dakota Johnson's plan. Is she trying to recruit Tilda Swinton? But then when Tilda Swinton gets killed, it's basically right. I'm gonna kill all the ones that didn't vote for Tilda Swinton. Or like, I, I, does she fall in love with Tilda Swinton? Like because, but Tilda Swinton's giving her the dreams. But then it's like, well, but surely she would have the power to not have the dreams if she was Mother Suspirium. Well, maybe maybe she's activated by being like around the witches. Maybe she isn't. Well, look, she, she says that she was drawn to it, wasn't she? Oh, well, I have no fucking clue. Then. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It. And then, like, Tilda Swinton's dead. She had her head chopped off nearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's not dead at the end. Yeah. So then, nothing more is made of that. Yeah, nothing's more of it. That they go. Ooh, oh, you're alive! Ooh. Exciting. The head got, oh, oh, warmly, oh, 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 and then oh. that's it. We need some tape. Can we have some tape? Oh, she'll be like that girl from that urban legend that wore a choker all the time, and then when she took it off, she was a head fell off. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant the the urban legend. What's her name? One car drive. Christina. <laughs> what? What's her name from urban legend? Rebecca Gayhart. Yeah, yeah. She like hit like two people, didn't she? And... Do we have to say allegedly, or is it just like a thing? It's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got different, but she was. Yeah, it's crap. It's really, 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 really crap. And also, as well, it's ugly as fuck. It ugly it's an film. ugly movie, and I don't mean like it's shot badly. Although I don't think it's shot that well. No. I mean aesthetically, it's really, really ugly. Yeah. Yeah. It really and if that's intentional, it might have been. I I I will just say. It might just be the 4K because like Amazon Prime have it in 4K. Sure. I, I mean, I mean the the oh, what is it? The palette and the the, the I, set design. Well, I was, was going to say, I, 
I thought the look that it was going for, I thought it achieved quite well. And I will say that watching it at home was better than watching it in the cinema. Yeah. It looked better. It looked better on my fucking TV than it did, did in the cinema, and that's a banning indictment. But anyway, yeah. uh, that's fine. It's probably achieved the look it was going for. Yeah, but the, but the look, look it was shit. going for I get it. was fucking ugly. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, it, it was hideous. It's like when right, but it's it's set in Berlin in '77, and I'm gonna get on the fucking timeline now, right? <laughs> Uh, it's set in Berlin in 77 and you know it, that was oppressive but it was a lot of autumnal colours and Tom Yorkie colours and all that lot just um, Tom Yorkie colour just bland and boring but knobheads wear it um, and it, it, it was all that but it, it, you watched it going, going, <laughs> going boring and knobheads wear it yeah but you look at it and going, and going. So what you're saying is, it is the entire film is everyone's nan's living room. That's what the entire film is. Everyone's nan's living room. But concrete here. Yeah, everyone's nan's living room that grew up, you know, around the fucking streets in the skies. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's that. It's just. You watch it going, nothing, there's nothing good in this. It's just miserable and boring. And it's not a mystery. It's not a thriller. It's not, it has nothing to do with dance. It's, it's just not fucking a bobbing. horror. It's just, I don't get how you go, we're going to make a Suspiria remake and then get that. No. There is no, there is no possible Connected way. tissue. Going forward, I would ever go, oh, I want to watch that Dakota Johnson Suspiria movie and not just go, no, I'm fucking not, and go and get the Argento one from upstairs yeah. on Blu-ray. There's uh, the, the ending with the witches and all that lot. I can't remember what fucking film it is. There's a film from um, the late 60s. It's a British film as well, and I can't remember what it is, that has basically that in it, and it's a the lot Italian better. Italian job. Yeah, but that that would be better, a lot better. <laughs> I can't remember what fucking film it is. That's about witches. But anyway, that basically has that in it. That ending, almost the same. And it's better. Or just watch Ken Russell's Devils. That's better. Yeah, watch Ken or Russell's watch Devils. Suspiria. Or watch Suspiria. Yeah. No, but this doesn't this doesn't want you to watch Suspiria. This wants you to watch a better version of Suspiria that has nothing to do with Suspiria. Yeah, but all it's achieved is made me want made me want to watch. Suspiria again. Because you've seen Suspiria. And possibly Tenebrae and Inferno. Yeah, because... Yeah. Because they're just fucking better. If you want to know about the whole like story of the three mothers, which is clearly what this has tried to do, is to incorporate more of the myth that Argento set up with those three movies. It's tried to incorporate more of more of them into Suspiria and pull them all a bit more together. Uh, and the... Then... Just watch those three. I'm to the point now where my only reaction in my brain now that I can think of to have to people when somebody, when I meet somebody who tries to say, well, no, what's Suspiria, the um, Luca version, what it's trying to do, it's trying to actually have more depth to it and tell you about this. All I can think of I'm going to do there is I'm going to knock their pint out of their hands and pants them and go... Do you know what came to you, my head? You look as ridiculous as that movie now. Do you know what came to my head when you said that? You know that that meme of Batman fucking Robin? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. It's just that it, it's. I don't. I'm a bit. I'm. I'm. I'm a bit disappointed. We don't have anything in the in the rating system that we use that is worse than shit. <laughs> it's the the thing about it is, <laughs> is is 
We could have uh, another one. We could have uh, <laughs> Fallout, Drag Across Concrete. With this two main now. Shit, touching. No, spots. there's not. Definitely not shit. And Suspiria. Suspiria, which is which is. The thing is, she's just so utterly shy as not, to be angry. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually fine with that. Are you fine with that? Like, yeah. We'll have that then, Becky. You're, 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 you're now, you're now the ratings bastard. You're in charge of ratings. <laughs> We're a even though, system now. I, I, even though I would, I would suggest though, like, so Film Junk, this uh, other podcast I listen to, they do a thing where they do a six out of five, but you only get two a year. Um, I think the Suspiria and Fallout ratings should be like a one or two a year thing. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm fine with that. Yeah. So, so you ha- really have to think about it. Do I actually want to give it this rating because of what else could be coming at the like through the year? Right. I yeah, absolutely agree with that. So the film is set in 1977. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's right. do this. But at many times I've they mentioned. The I'm gonna go get a drink. They, can we just close this as well? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Many times they mention the war, the right? War. And it is expressly said that his wife was captured in 1943, yeah. right? Which is 34 years before the events that we're seeing, right? Right. But, so, for instance, Tilda Swinton's character kept the studio going throughout the war. How fucking old is her character supposed to be, right? Because she would have to be in her 60s, 70s, <laughs> and she doesn't look like that. Yeah, that's that a really one, fucking good point. <laughs> so there's that one. Not only that, he says to one of the, de- the detectives that, that he goes to see, the old Tilda Swinton man, yeah, yeah. says, oh, we've met before, haven't we? And he's like, yeah. have we? Yes, you helped my wife get blah, blah, blah. And it's like, right. How old is he? Because he looks like he's in his mid forties. Yeah. He'd have to. Be, he'd have to. He would have to have been like nine. Yeah. Like he'd, like he'd have to have been a police officer at nine. Now I know a lot of weird shit went on at Germany in Germany during the war, but they didn't make nine-year-olds police officers, right? You can't start putting those things in if the timeline just doesn't go. And I started thinking. How, you know, how has that happened? And then I looked and realised that David uh, Kagajniak, the um, writer, mm. he also wrote A Big Splash, which I haven't seen, and you say is actually quite good. And I'm actually Big quite Splash is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Right? He also wrote True Story, uh, which is the... Oh, James Franco, Jonah Hill. James Franco, um, Felicity John, Jonah Hill yeah. um, movie. Yeah, right, I've seen that, right? It's crap. Um, Franco, Felicity Jones, John Hill are all very good in it, um, but it's crap. Um, he also wrote a, a horror film called Blood Creek with Joe Schumacher. Oh, right? God, the Michael Fassbender one. Uh, Michael Fassbender. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, everyone's favourite Dracula, Dominic Purcell. Nice. Uh, and everyone's favourite Superman, uh, Henry Cavill. Mm. Uh, that's crap as well. Um, he also wrote The Invasion. With uh, Nicole Kidman Kidman. and Daniel Craig. Do you know what else? That's crap as well, right? How did this guy end up fucking writing Suspiria when everything else he's written's crap? Because A Bigger Splash is directed by Luca Guadagnino. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. But the movie that got 
him to be able to direct Suspiria wasn't that. Yeah. It was Chloe by your name, which was written by somebody else. I, I don't get it. I kind of want to watch D- David Gordon Green's, what is it now? Suspiria. But we're never going to get that because we're stuck with this crap. Yeah, they'll, they'll, I don't think there'll ever be another remake of Suspiria. I think this is fucking tanked the name uh, quite. I'm glad it did shit. <laughs> I'm really glad it did shit, right? Can we also, before we move on, because I think we should move on. Uh, You're getting angry. I'm yeah. getting angrier and angrier, yeah. right? Can we also please start to look at the fact that Tilda Swinton hasn't been very good for quite a while. I'm trying to go back to when she was last good, like properly good, and I think it's Audio Lovers Left Alive. She's good in Constantine. I, I, I thought she was good in that. Um, I thought she was alright in Avengers Endgame, to be honest, but... She was fine that, but she literally is just talking. But then when you take that character and combine it with what she was like in Doctor Strange as the ancient one. She's a bit crap. Um, she was crap in Ultra. She was crap in War Machine. No, uh, God, yeah, she was in War Machine, yeah. She was crap in Hail Caesar. Um, I don't think she was very good in Grand Budapest Hotel, but other people might think differently because they prefer that movie to more so I do. Um... I need to rewatch. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin because I fucking hated it. You really hated that. I fucking despised it. On a like a visceral level. Yeah, I, I was angry. I was, I, I was, I was, I was. I want to go out and find somebody who likes this movie to have a fight. Um, <laughs> wow. What is it? I, I disliked that movie. Like no, no, right, no. Who likes this movie? Let's find them and I can have a fight. I, yeah. Um, you don't like Ezra Miller, though, do you? No one likes fucking Ezra Miller. No, I don't think anybody likes him. Twat. <laughs> yeah, I'll cover for the fact that I can't actually act for shit by just being a knobhead. You can be a knobhead if you're talented. If you're a talentless knobhead, you're just a knobhead. Fair enough. Yeah, Suspiria, I don't like it. <laughs> No, yeah, still shit for me. Didn't yeah. really, didn't, didn't really improve. Well, I'm Suspiria on it. I'm Suspiria on it. Yeah. <laughs> Bex. Yeah, Suspiria. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, how'd that poll go? Can, can we be Lucas Suspiria rather than because it might? Oh yeah. Yeah, because okay. Suspiria is magnificent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's be. Let's let's change it to. Suspiria 18. Yeah, Suspiria 18. Yes, yeah. I'm fine with that. How can they make that movie, right, when the opening of Suspiria is that intense and that beautiful and that brutal, and then they can make that? Mm. I mean, it, it's it's a film that seems so embarrassed about the fact that it's a Suspiria remake that literally the title card is some random side in the train station. Remember when... Um, Werner Herzog made Bad Lieutenant part of Call New Orleans. Yeah. And somebody's interviewed him and he actually said, I, I, I've I, never actually seen Bad Lieutenant. I didn't even know it existed. Right? He didn't he, he, he didn't know that it was a thing. He just thought that, that was the title. 
right? In the same way as he's in the Mandalorian, isn't he? And he's yeah. never seen a Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> Bernard Herzog lives in a different world to everybody else. Mm. That's fine, mm. right? I, I I would suggest that that Luca uh, Guadagino hasn't seen Suspiria. And if he has, he doesn't like it. I wonder if he thinks his is better. He does. Oh, he does. He does. He, he, does. he absolutely does. Well, it's shame. Yeah. <laughs> he's the sort of person that could draw a stick man and would put it up next to any painting in the world and go... Yeah, man's better. <laughs> man is better. My stick man I have drawn with my own, my own fecal matter. <laughs> it is better than everything in the Louvre. I will send this to the Louvre now. And they've gone... Oh, for fuck's sake, it's another shit stick. I wish you'd stop saying those days. <laughs> okay. Nice. The therapy session is over. Um, Our audience poll. Yes. On that. Doesn't matter because they're all stupid. <laughs> um, actually, well, well, this is quite weird, actually. Um, definitely not shit 60% and shit 40%. What? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if people thought I would make the other one. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll say that. <laughs> we'll insult our audience by saying they got it the wrong one. <laughs> that's that's brilliant. That's covering for them. Covering for the ones that were wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's do some more we watched. I'm I'm actually um, in rather dire need of a shit. So, uh, Mark and Becky, if you'd like to talk amongst yourselves, please feel free. Um, and I will be back presently. Cool. Shoot, you do your one that you watched on your, your lonesome. Well, not yet. Were you on your own? What's your Isabel? No, you're going on your lonesome. All my, all my solo ones were on my lonesome. So, after having a chat with Ian the other day about child friendly horror esque movies um, and suggesting the whole and then realising that it's really not appropriate for Lottie. It's, no, it's, 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 it's totes and abrupt. <laughs> totes and abrupt. Uh, decided to rewatch it with Isabel because it's on Prime. Um, and it, it's, I, it's just really good. I really, really like the whole. Um, and we'll rewatch it ad infinitum until I eventually get bored, which I can't see happening. It's just a really good sort of that one with Hilly Bennett in it, isn't it? Yeah. She kind of crops up and makes like six films in a year, then disappears for three years, then comes back and makes <laughs> six films in a year, doesn't she? Um, yeah, she does. She's very yeah. pretty as well. She is very pretty. She looks like Jennifer um, Lawrence if Jennifer Lawrence hadn't disappeared up her own ass. Um, yeah, um, it's it's just it's just really really good. It's it's a really solid introduction to horror kind of movie. I think it's scary enough that it's 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 good for kind of cutting your teeth but it's it's not so scary that like pre-teens early teens would be super frightened by it yeah um <coughs> and i think it's got you know like if you want to be super cheesy about it it's got a really nice message about overcoming your fears and all that kind of shit I, I, I think it, i think that it's fine to say it has a really nice message to it and that's the whole point of it yeah so yeah that's about it, really, on the whole. I think it, it's, it's a definite recommend. Anyone that's not seen it, absolutely watch it, because it's great, and it's a really good... We didn't watch it on a Sunday afternoon, but it's a really good Sunday afternoon movie. Cool. Uh, should we still couple ones that I watched on my lonesome? Yeah, gone because I don't think I've got any others that I watched on my lonesome. 
I, after a conversation um, with on Twitter with Noel and um, Adam Lowe's, um, he, uh, when I said I've, I've actually got on with every Todd Phillips movie and I re- really quite like it, um, they both said, yeah, due date, mate. And I was like, right, I don't remember due date, but I do know I've seen it and I'm, I'm kind of quite liking it. So I rewatched due date um, with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, or Iron Man, as he's also known. Um, Zach Galifianakis, uh, Michelle Moynihan, Juliet Lewis and uh, Jamie Foxx. Uh, I watched that, yeah. Uh, it, I will admit it's my least favourite Todd Phillips movie. Um, and it's only 95 minutes long, and it, it, that feels quite long for this movie. But I kind of enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing Rob Downey Jr. just being a prick rather than just being a charismatic can-be-a-prick. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I think I, I've seen this. I think it's... It's like Zach Galifianakis is um, too turned up. You oh, know what I mean? Right. Um, it, when it's, I think when you've got the hangover, when you've got all those people that bounce off him, yeah. it, it softens that a little bit. When you've just got him bouncing off one person, he's a little bit too much. It's like yeah. the campaign, for instance, where it's him and Will Ferrell. It's too much. Yeah. Uh, this, it's too much. Okay. Um, so it's a little too much. But yeah, so it, I, will, I, will, I will concede that possibly not his greatest works, Todd Phillips, but we need to just allow him one. Everyone's, everyone gets one. Everyone gets one, like with Spider-Man. Everyone, yeah, like with Spider-Man. Um, I watched Gulliver's Travels. The, um, the Jack Black one? The Jack Black one. <laughs> Why? That's all right. I think the universe knows What, the Jack Black film? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, I'll quickly say I enjoyed Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> it's Big Jack Black. <laughs> Black is the new big. That is the tagline. That is literally the tagline. Okay, Black yeah. is the new big. Okay. Which I think now is actually kind of sexist, Se- um, like sexual. I think it, it's some kind of reference to that thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I can see why nobody else in the world did, but I did. Well, good for you. Yes, I often feel that about films. Um, That's true. Well, it is. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) What else did you watch? I watched Killers. Uh, What, the Catherine Heigl, Ashton Kutcher film? That's the one. Oh, you're on a bit of a Catherine Heigl thing. Fucking hell. It's really fucking weird. Is it, though? It's, It's like he's just discovered her himself. I have. You haven't? I have. Catherine Heigl's been around... A while. Not like this. She hasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I really like this. It makes no sense. Everything is way too convenient in it. Like, way too convenient. Um, Tom Selleck, it is literally like he's gone, I will agree to do this. As long as I am, as long as basically everybody points at me every fifteen seconds, I'm on screen and pays me a compliment. That's like the most specific rider of all time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Catherine O'Hara's character literally just drinks throughout the entire thing, 
and nobody seems to have a problem with this, and it never gets referenced. And it, it, it's almost like she just went, the only way I can get through this paycheck is if I just drink all the alcohol that I, my character is supposed to be drinking. Um, but yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it, to be honest. Doesn't surprise me in the slightest. That... Yeah. Catherine Heigl gets to be a bitch. Well, so she plays to... Yeah, she's playing a type, yes. But I liked that about her. Um, and then it came to you, Becky, saying... Haven't you seen every Catherine Heigl movie? And I realised, yes. Yes, I have seen every Catherine Heigl movie. That's just tragic. That's honestly tragic. I don't think Catherine Heigl's seen every Catherine Heigl movie. No, for sure. I don't think Catherine Heigl's family have seen every Catherine Heigl movie. So what you're saying is, I am more important to Catherine Heigl than her family. Catherine Heigl's family probably hate her. Probably she seems like a bitch. <laughs> she does seem like a bitch. She seems like she would invite them round every Christmas just to flaunt her wealth at all. Yeah. Yeah, and just be shitty to them. Refer to them as the names of her shitty movies because that's how she paid them to be there. <laughs> her mother is just called knocked up to her at Christmas. So she got knocked up with her? No, because she made knocked up. Yeah, yeah, I've seen every single one. I actually, I, I, I actually, the last uh, movie she made, Unforgettable, I made Ian go to the cinema to watch that. Oh, Matt, that's just mean. Oh, is that the her and Rosario Dawson? Yeah. Yeah, that was I kind of had fun with that. I enjoyed that. I'm going to rewatch that this week. Um, On your own? Probably. Yeah, I enjoyed that Catherine Heigl movie. Uh, for Catherine Heigl, and I also really like Ashton Kutcher. So oh God, unforgettable! That's the one that it kind of ends with, almost like the promise of a sequel. But this time it's Catherine Heigl's mum who's going to be the psycho. Yeah, isn't that what? That, that's what happens at the that's end. What isn't happens. It? Yeah, that's yeah, fucking brilliant. Still waiting for that sequel. Mm. <laughs> or but you Netflix or Prime? It's on Prime. It's on Prime. The unforgettable. Cool. We need to watch that daily so they eventually go. Well, there's a lot of traffic on this. We better do that <laughs> sequel. Um, <laughs> And our, our last one... Uh, I'd just leave it running for the dog during the day, but I wouldn't subject the fucking dog to that. But what will happen is they'll just note that it's coming from the same IP address and they'll probably send the police around. <laughs> <laughs> they'll go, are you the gentleman that keeps watching this Catherine Heigl movie? And I'll go, I'm the gentleman that keeps watching all the Catherine Heigl movies. And, and then go, you get arrested. Yeah. It'll be the first. Be it will be the first court case ever where it's just like they'll just say, "Look, we're just going to send you to a special prison where all you get to do is watch Catherine Heigl movies." I think you'd get sectioned. And I think I'd be like, "This is great. Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on." Yeah. What happens when the new Rosamund Pike movie comes out, though, Mark? Oh my word! Imagine them to in a movie. Huh? Can you imagine them to in a buddy comedy? I think Rosamund Pike would kill her. I think she actually would. I think Mark would die. Yeah, I, right, I think your heart would just give out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stick what's her name in there as well. Who? Uh, Who? Emma Roberts, Bella Thorne, like a four four piece ensemble cast. This is this is amazing. There you go, <laughs> there you go. You want to make an Avengers all fucking female superhero one? Just do that. I keep thinking about that scene, that scene in in Endgame, and the more I think about it, the more fucking painful and cringy it actually is. Let's do the one that we watched together. What was that? Gangster Squad. Did we watch that all the way to the end? Yeah. Fucking hell, man. You've had a week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Gangster Squad's an odd one. Yeah. 
it feels like it should be a different movie, but it isn't. I didn't hate it. I, 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 I like Gangster Squad. I think it's really good. No, no, no. I'll rephrase that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really enjoy it. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, yeah, I think it's gone from being absolute crap to enjoyable nonsense. It, it does feel like all the cast signed on to make it and then um, turned up and went, and went right, right, so where's, this, where's the director? And they pointed at Reuben Fleischer and went, him, the guy in the vans and the hoodie is making this movie. And they've gone, yeah. Gone, shit. <laughs> oh, it's the guy that did Venom. What? It's the guy who directed Venom. Ruben Fleischer directed Venom. Yeah. Why do this every time someone mentions that Ruben Fleischer directed Venom? Probably. And Zombieland. Zombieland. Oh, no, Zombieland. I didn't know he did Venom. I probably did, because I think I did this when we did the Venom yeah. review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gangster Squad. It, it's a really enjoyable, pulpy, schlocky gangster movie. Yeah. Sean feel, Penn's face is distracting in it. Sean Penn feels like he was preparing for a totally different, a different movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember how it ended. How did it end? They all go for pizza. <laughs> Fair enough. Ian, what have you been watching? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it's been a, a busy one actually. So. Um, Watch The Curse of La Llorona, which we were going to review, but you guys couldn't get to it. And to be honest, I think it would have been quite a quick review anyway. Um, it's not great. Um, it's just quite boring. Um, your, WhatsApp, your WhatsApp review to us was, 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 was poetic. Yes. Yeah. No, I... Yeah. Yeah. I willed myself to take a shit so that I could go to the toilet and have a couple minutes off. Because I was just bored. So is it literally? Do you, do you think this was part of the country universe? And then they went, no. It's too yeah, good. I honestly, honestly, yeah. I mean, the thing is, he, the priest literally says in it at one point something about Annabelle, and it actually comes up with like a quick little bit of Annabelle. So it is, it is in that universe, but. I, I think it's interesting the the marketing says like from the producers of the conjuring but doesn't tie it to the conjuring universe like the marketing for the nun did. Mm. Um and I, I I think it is just because the quality of it, even though I mean like the nun wasn't very good, but the nun was such a big character in the conjuring too that I think they just had to roll with it. Whereas with this it it, it it just doesn't really feel like that. I mean, um, Linda Cardellini is is good, and it's good to see her leading a film. Um, there is an ex priest turned like demon hunter guy in it who brightens up the second half of the film by just being the most weirdly chill, like ghost demon hunter person I think I've ever seen. Like his line delivery is amazing. It's like he's asleep <laughs> like throughout the entire thing. Um, like he is like almost like it was Cineworld Unlimited thing. So like I 
I technically I paid for it, but I kind of don't really think I did. He kind of made it worth the the trip to see it, to be honest, just because his character is so fucking bad. I mean, this is a film that got me thinking during it, just like all these kind of like scare sequences and whatnot. It's like, what is the the demons motivation for this shit? And it's like, how how do these demons think I know what will be really scary if I if if somebody opens up an umbrella, a see through umbrella, and then when they open it up, like my image is there like this actually had me thinking is the weeping woman la Lorogna, is she actually thinking this like i'm going to scare this person by appearing through an umbrella <laughs> like I, I i want i want a horror film where the demons are actually like right what can i do to scare these people like i, I want to know their thinking um and like it, in um, beetlejuice where they try to work out how to scare people yeah there you go yeah like, yeah like behind um, the scenes shit yeah i mean that that's it, it it just i don't know it like the weeping woman she does she even know what an umbrella is like and <laughs> i i just i that that's what i was thinking during the course of this film um so yeah it's shit but the chill priest man is quite entertaining um but yeah no it's easy to see why this film is not done like any business whatsoever and it is just because it's a very 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 middling horror film like re- like very so yeah there you go the curse of la Lironia. um and also the director is directing the conjuring free and that's um no oh, fuck that worrying yeah yeah um okay um i watched knock down the house uh netflix original documentary uh, about um uh four women running for congress um and it focuses on alexandria ocario cortez uh, I, I believe that's how you pronounce her name um she's kind of commonly known as aoc um yeah. who is a fucking superstar that woman uh she's incredible um it's it's an interesting doc because obviously they didn't know what was going to happen with her or any of them and kind of kind of spoiler alert i suppose even though it's real life she's the only one um who actually gets elected to congress um and it kind of sh- it just shows how difficult this shit still like is for women um but some of the footage like her campaign against the incumbent democrat congressman like his they have this debate and his fucking like casual kind of passive aggressive put downs of her are fucking infuriating um and she just rolls with it and you know she's sincere she's honest she seems to just want to do the, the the right thing she wants to do good for her community and now in real life she's being a fucking rock star and you know if it weren't for the fact that uh you've got i think you've got to be at least 35 to be a president i i think she would kind of be in the running for the democratic nomination i think Nate, that like whenever she's eligible for it 
I think she's going to get the nomination. Um, like the incredible woman. The uh, the other three women in it, um, they're not focused on as much because, uh, frankly, I think this 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 film wants to be inspired. Like it wants to be inspiring, but it what and it wants to be hopeful. And it was interesting because there was one of the women they follow where they don't say what her vote share was for the Democratic nomination. So this isn't even Democratic versus Republican. It's democratic like uh, democrats nominating who is going to be their representative to fight an election for congress so this woman i looked it up after bless her she only got nine percent of the vote whoa yeah and she's in fucking tears and I was watching it and like the, cause the, the other, the other two who lost it, I think it, like they got like 30% of the vote, which feels more respectable. Um, whereas 9% and like I say, it's the only one they don't mention. And like, yeah, it just, it's horrible. And like seeing her campaign and like why she's doing it, it's really inspiring. And then just watching her kind of get beat up like that. It's, yeah, it's it's rough, but it's a really really good um, documentary. Um, so, Knockdown House is on Netflix. I very much recommend it. Um, okay, um, How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Um, so, the last How to Train Your Dragon film. Uh, it, it's it's good. Um, I don't think it it really hits the heights of the the first two films. Uh, from a filmmaking point of view, but it, it very much ends this trilogy on, uh, on a decent note. Um, if you like the first two, you will like this one, but it, I don't think it's quite to where I wanted it to be. Um, but yeah, solid. Um, Someone Great, another Netflix original uh, comedy about uh, basically this uh, woman uh, breaks up with her boyfriend. Uh, she wants to get kind of like fucked up with her friends and it kind of goes on from there um really enjoyed it for like the first 45 minutes or so like really laugh out loud funny stuff but then the friends kind of get separated um it, and it focuses on her and like flashbacks to relationships her relationship with a boyfriend and whatnot i wasn't entirely sure what the film was actually trying to say um and there's also this kind of weird message that yeah, base that like pills are really really good and nothing bad happens from them. You just have a really good time, which I thought was odd. Um, because yeah. like that fucking I nearly jumped off a fucking cliff on pills once and like like tainted shit. But that shit can mess you up if you have a bad patch. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's just so that was kind of like a personal bugbear for the film, really. Um. I'm nearly done. Uh, a dog's journey. Um, <laughs> How did you get on with that one? Yeah, um, I don't know. It's like if you like dogs, you'll tear up several times. I think um, it, it's basically like a almost like Hallmark Channel movie of the week kind of thing, but with dogs. So you know, I can't hate it entirely. Um, yeah, Dennis Quaid. Um, he, he has some old man makeup at the end, which is very, 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 very bad um so yeah dog's journey it's a fucking dog's journey lottie liked it so you know it's fine um i watched long shot i agree with you guys it's great um we, we'll talk about long shot again at some point in the future i'm sure uh but they they made that relationship work and that's quite something um 
you know, the marketing's fucking awful. And I think, to be honest with you, that poster of like him, like with his like fingers up and Charlize Theron just looking a bit like, oh, that character. Yeah. Fuck off. That, 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 <laughs> like that poster's awful. Um, and yeah, but long shot, it's a better film than the marketing suggests. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and last one from me, Alpha. The um, Albert Hughes directed um, uh, Boy and His Wolf Dog movie, um, which came out last year and it kind of feels like it's already been forgotten about completely. Um, so it's basically Cody Smith McPhee. Um, he is presumed dead um, and he teams up with a dog. And it's basically the story of how dogs became man's best friend um uh visually uh, quite interesting but it kind of feels like it should have been longer and it should have been grander um it's like an hour and a half long and it feels like it wants to be two hours long i'm kind of glad it wasn't though um but yeah another dog film um but probably on an equal footing uh with the dog's journey quality wise overall um and that's me so cool should we do should we do some um uh jsa yeah okay cool um now i'm just gonna plug in my laptop sec and my sound quality has probably just gone down for those listening just because my macbook only has one USB C slot um and i need that to charge the macbook and i really wish i got a macbook pro because at least that has two USB C slots anyway so apologies for the change in audio quality um so joint security area uh jordan mcgrath's patreon pick and um directed by park jam wook and starring um song kang ho uh lee young a lee byung Kun, kim tae woo shin ha kyun christoph holf richter herbert ulrich ki ju bong and others um so I'd seen Joint Security Area before, but not for fucking ages. And I'd basically forgotten everything about it. So it was almost like a first time watch for me. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, uh, Becky, first time watch? Yeah, first time watch, yeah. Okay, what do you think? It it absolutely was not what I was expecting at all. (laughs) Um, But I really, really, really loved it. I, the... The relationship building. I mean, we've watched quite a few of um, oh. Eh? Oh. of of his movies, and tonally, it's 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 quite significantly different. But um, stylistically, I, I think it's very similar. There's a lot of there's a lot of his beats that you can pick out from it, um, and obviously, there's a lot of familiar faces in it as well from his other films. So. Um, well not a lot but there is enough to be oh it's that guy from his other film mm. um, so but yeah I didn't I didn't expect it to be about what it was about I, I'm really glad I didn't read more about it before watching it because um, it's it's basically about them sort of overcoming the situation that they're in and forming relationships between the four of them yeah. but then obviously shit kicks off and it's it's brought to light that these four guys that shouldn't be allowed to be friends with each other because there's this one bridge in the way um 
have actually been seeing each other on a, a fairly regular basis. So, yeah, I just it, it really shocked me. Um, not with regard to the quality, because I expected it to be really good, but just the actual subject matter itself. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's kind of my feeling on it as well. Like, I, I definitely had seen it before because I recognised moments of it. But yeah, the very sweet film, weirdly. Really, uh, really was... sweet film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Little, all being bezies and like having little little parties in the shed. <laughs> Mark, what do you think? Um, yeah, for some reason in my head again, I I'd, I'd, I'd seen it, but I only remember like the action bits of it. And for some reason in my head, it was an, it was more action based. Yeah. Um. I don't know whether maybe I've I've watched it in a slew of um uh, of Asian films and a lot of the other ones, the action ones, and some of them kind of molded into one. But yeah, it's 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 a it's a thoroughly enjoyable um film. Like you say, I think sweet is the is is the, is the right way to kind of describe it. In the fact that it does kind of take you by surprise. Um in just how it is more of a it's more of a character piece rather than anything else and, and yeah. that's yeah, I, yeah it, it's you're spending time with these people and just getting to know the just the, the almost like the, the 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 way that um you've got the ones from south korea are almost kind of fascinated with along with you at the ones from, the, from North Korea being like holy shit what's that we don't get yeah. that here yeah it felt it felt really natural like the bits between yeah. them as initially like the, the three of them and then the four of them felt just really really natural I think that obviously is a credit to the director and the actors but it's yeah I did not think Sweet would be the main descriptor of this movie going into it. No, no. quite. Because, I mean, like, it, it starts, like, that first 20, 20, 25 minutes kind of gives you the impression that it's going to be, like, a twisty, like, yeah. procedural thriller. Um, and then it just turns into something completely different once it starts the flashback. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, 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 it goes from being, it goes from being, like, a, a, a military film to being not a military film, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think once it changes, once it changes tempo and gets along that track, it it, it does kind of it takes you by surprise a little bit. It takes you a minute to reset, doesn't it? Because going, it becomes quite funny. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. And then of course it goes back to being quite yeah. unfunny. Unfunny. Yeah, the ending's really sad. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's kind of melancholic as well. Like they're kind of like scanning around the photo right at the end of it. <laughs> well, oh, but yeah. it's. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's weird because obviously, you know, Park Chan Wook is kind of like known for doing some quite fucked up shit. Um, yeah. I mean, like you, you look at the um, at the Handmaiden, um, and the Vengeance I, trilogy. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, and the, yeah, exactly the Vengeance trilogy and whatnot. And I, I haven't seen his TV show. What was that show that you did for BBC? Little Drummer Girl. Yeah, Little Drummer Girl. I, 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 I should see that quite frankly, but um. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand there's some kind of it, it, that's quite dark in moments as well. But this is like d- this has got to be his lightest film, even though it's about the killing of 
like sold, uh, soldiers in mysterious circumstances and yet somehow it's his most it, 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 you know like i say sweetest film it's um it, it, it's an odd duck and i mean like asian films can be tonally quite mad um yeah. but this doesn't this doesn't feel mad it just it it's just surprising i suppose um yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still I'm rather taken by it. I mean, like I'll be honest, I watched it uh, like a week ago, so my memory of it is is somewhat fading. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's a bit of a banger. Yeah, I, I always kind of expect it to be because it, it, it is the, the the filmmaker it is. Just looking at his filmography, I've forgotten about this one. But have you seen I'm a Cyborg? But that's okay, Ian. That's quite a sweet one as well. Oh, actually, yeah, I forgot he did that. I quite like, oh yeah, I quite I like that. that. No, good point, good point. Yeah. He did that after the Vengeance trilogy, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Maybe yeah. he needed a palate cleanser. Well, that's literally what he said. <laughs> and then he made Thirst after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking Thirst, yeah. Good God, what, what a series of films. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. St- Stoker's fucking brilliant as well. Um I would still not you say were, The Handmaiden, have we? You weren't keen on Stoker, were you? Or am I remembering that wrong? No, I went Stoker. Did you? Yeah. The, the Handmaiden's plenty messed up. Yeah. I, it's I good. I, I've just not got round to it yet because it, it's, it's 168 minutes long. Mm. Yeah, that's a fair reason to not get around to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I might be spent, actually. Sorry. I, I, I think I, I, it's just... It's, I think part of it is because a lot of it of the film is just their interactions. Yeah. Mm. Well, like the way that things all tie together, like the drawings and the picture of the sister, and yeah, you know, it's just there's kind of there is a sense of fatalism throughout it that that things you know things don't aim, end well. Mm. So when you're watching them having all this fun together, it's like you have to keep reminding yourself, oh, but oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely not shit, though, eh? Definitely oh, definitely not shit. shit, yes. And our audience one on that one was... Wow. Definitely not shit, 100%. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Is that our first time? Uh, I think we did it once before for something else. Another retro review, actually. Yeah, that would make sense. Oh, very good. Yeah. But I'm fine with that. I, I, I think... If you're that way inclined and you're the person who would watch something like a Park Chan Wook film, I, I think you'd struggle to not appreciate it. Yeah. 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 Great stuff. Okay. Um, Twitter, uh, what have we got? Questions. Let me just find them. Uh, da, 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 da. Where is it? There we go. Uh, so I asked, uh, recording tonight, so here's our question for you. What are your favourite slash standout rain sort films or scenes. Um, Steve Dixon, uh, The Great SD. Uh, Identity is a fun rain-filled film. Oh, it is. That is true. true. Yeah, it's a good yeah. shout. I love Identity. Uh, Rick Kidd at Rick J. Kidd. Tears in the Rain scene from Blade Runner yeah. and the final Grand Prix from Rush and the start of the Battle of Helm's Deep from the twin uh, from the Two Towers. Jump oh, Rush is a of- good one. Sorry. Um, John McGrath, um, Tears in the Rain scene from Blade Runner, and maybe the opening fight scene in The Grandmaster. That's a good point. That's a lovely one, yeah. Uh, Ethan, is the 13 Assassins, is the end battle of that in Rain? I seem to think it is. 
first thing that God, I can't remember. Uh, that, that, literally, like, the last half of that movie is that one big battle, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's uh, a cracking film, isn't it? Yeah. Ethan Embar, yeah, yeah. uh, first two that's been to mind are Four Weddings and The Spider Man Kiss. Fair enough. Ah, The Spider Man Kiss was quite a seminal moment in my uh, in my youth. <laughs> the dance in in the first Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gary Ferry um, at the biscuit uh, the biscuit G. Uh, Andy Dufresne's Escape from Shawshank. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Craig sure. Stevenson uh, at Craig Stevenson. I would love to say uh, I have to say Ron Howard's Rush, but that's motivated by a love of F1 as well as movies. The uh, side will be the iconic uh, Shawshank Redemption scene. Um, so yeah, let's correct that. Another one, Paul Llewellyn, uh, Tears of the Rain of Cars. Uh, a wet Eastwood and Shreve uh, hand on the handle in British Madison County. Uh, the rain uh, sounded like gunfire in uh, Private Ryan and Utah's target practice in Point Break yeah. uh, the first that comes to mind. But of course, you've got Utah's target practice in Point Break and then you've got the juxtaposition of the end of Point Break. That's setting rain as well. Ah. Yeah. Isn't the whole ending sequence in First Blood really? It is. And in John Quick. John Quick. Yep. Uh, Martin Hodes, Woody Allen escaping from prison in the rain. Not quite sure on that one. In what film? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe in real life. Maybe in real life, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just that's, 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 that's foreboding. Uh, uh, Eon Monkey, uh, I just want to first to say Seven Samurai. Yep, that's a very good one, that. Now the 500 other people who say it are not as good as me unless someone else say it while I was typing this. <laughs> also, back in hell. Do you know what? Uh, wonderful fact clean from Mel Gibson on the Brave Art commentary. Real rain does not show up on film. It rained nearly every day while they were shooting in Ireland, which is why the whole movie looks damp. But for the rain scenes, they had to add fake rain over the real rain. Nice. Um, Mel Gibson in the end fight scene in Lethal Weapon where he's fighting Gary Busey. Um, Hang on, uh, in my mind, that was just a sprinkler. <laughs> is that wrong? It might, I'm pretty sure it's raining as well. Okay, all right. I'm pretty sure, but you, but you, but you may be right on that one. Is nobody going to mention the classic movie Hard Red? I did put that on the on the the, the gram. On the gram. On the gram. I like Hard Red. I like Hard Red. Um, so I'll say I, I, I like Hard Rain the movie and actual Hard Rain the weather. The actual Hard Rain weather, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I also asked questions for us. Um, Steve Dixon. Uh, Are you going to ask any of us for our opinion? Oh, yeah, we used to have Hard Rain. So you have that one? Well, no, because like my, my actual one would be the Tears in Rain sequence. No, you can't have your Hard Rain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, it's, it's just tears in rain. It's kind of a. Do you know what? I'm gonna oh, fucking. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna throw out a bit of a fucking curveball here. Um, Harry Dean Stanton's death in Alien because it looks like it's raining because of all the condensation and shit from the uh, like. It's it's a really really wet death. Space rain. Yeah. I'll take space rain. What were you going to say, Becky? I just remembered when I looked at the wall, seen in Totoro. Oh, Totoro, of course, yeah. Oh, fuck. I need to change my it. answer right now. It's that it. <laughs> no, you're right. It's it's the bus stop scene. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, well, well, well played on that, Bex. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take credit for that because I bought the poster. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Dixon at the Great SD. If you could pick Prime Schwarzenegger into a recent movie, which one would you put him in? Skyscraper. Yeah, I was going to say anything with The Rock. That's fair enough. But maybe some alongside The Rock. I'd like to I, see Prime Schwarzenegger and The Rock riffing off each other. Well, yeah, that's why, that's why I'd put him in, 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 in uh, like, Fate of the Furious or something like that. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's either Skyscraper or The House Bunny. <laughs> Where he plays The House Bunny. He plays yeah, yeah, Anna, totally. Anna Faris as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Hobbs and Shaw. Stick him in there. Yeah, Hobson Shaw, he's both of their dad. And that's when they look at each other and go, whoa, and look at it, he's both of their dads. It's a fucking prime Schwarzenegger, he wouldn't be old enough to be their dad. It doesn't matter. It's always prime Schwarzenegger. It doesn't matter. I want want his character from Predator to be Woody in Toy Story 4. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I had a really weird dream the other night. I'll tell you about it later. That sounds dirty. No, no, um, it involved, it's the one I told you about involving the giant statues of Toy Story characters chasing us and trying to kill us. Well, you just told everyone now. Well, yeah, there you go. Sweet. Slinky, Bo Peep and Woody. Fucking, that's terrifying. Uh, Rick Kidd, at Rick J Kidd. I rewatched Once Upon a Time in America at the weekend and the ending is, of course, ambiguous. What are your favourite film endings which are ambiguous and open to the viewer's interpretation? The thing. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh. That's a really good one. See, Once Upon a Time America would be one of mine, for sure. That ending's fantastic. That film's fantastic. Problematic to watch now, because James Woods is a horrific prick, um, rather than just being a normal prick, like he normally was. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I'm going to throw, I know it, it's very fucking cliche, and people are going, people right now are going, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, but I'm going to put Inception in there. Because it is a good one. Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive is a very good show, yeah. Inception isn't ambiguous. The guy in my screening of it, when the credits went up and he just shouted in a very strong Welsh accent, it was bloody stopping. That He didn't think it was ambiguous. <laughs> no, he didn't. But it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mulholland Drive for me. Yeah. Nice. Mulholland Drive. Come on. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stealing... Since going for uh, it was Fair enough. Yeah, what's that one that I that I I'm... that's a really good shout is the thing. Yeah, it's good. Sorry. Show. What's that Nick Cage alcoholic movie with that lady in it? Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Not, not that it's ambiguous, but just that, just that. Yeah, what the fuck reminded you about that? Once upon a time in America, Las Vegas is in America. It's a leap. It's not going to lie, that's a leap. Is that on anything? I'd like to watch We've that. We've got it on Blu-ray. We've got okay. the ultimate edition. I might make you the watch The ultimate that. edition of Leaving Las Vegas? No, not Leaving Las Vegas. It's like the one's in America. Oh, God, no. I was going to say, like, the ultimate edition of Leaving <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's face it, we don't watch that. <laughs> uh, I want to watch Leaving Las Vegas. Has anybody seen the footage of, of, of Nick Cage angrily singing Purple Rain? No. It what? is a little bit like 2000 and what is it 2009 when we all laughed at what's it um, Britney Spears having a melt having like a breakdown oh, in a public okay. theatre. Yeah, 
It seems like everyone's doing that again, but this time it's with Nick Cage. What, is randomly is like new? what? Is this new? Yeah. Well, he, he did, well, you see that where he, he he essentially got married and then got an annulment, but while he was getting married, was literally shouting, she's only doing this for my money. No, he was doing that while he was getting his marriage license. Yeah, while the woman is going, you don't have to do this. Yeah. He then got an annulment, went out and got drunk. I never and, asked you to do this. And, and just sang Purple Rain, but really aggressively, like, like it was a protest song. Oh, God. No, I don't think I want to watch that. You don't. It's not that long a clip, but it, it, you watch it going... This isn't funny. This is... There's something wrong here. Mm. That not just standard Nick Cage behaviour, though. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was all our questions. Put me on. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> the clip's titled, Nicholas Cage Ruins Purple Rain. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. It's not funny, though, because, like, we should have learned a lesson from the whole... Britney. What is it? I'm not here? Yeah. Experiment. Yeah. We should have learnt a lesson from that, and we fucking don't, do we? And we still see it, and we go, look what he's fucking doing, crazy bastard. <laughs> oh, Nick Cage, what you mad cat. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't funny, <laughs> really. It's not, but I'm still laughing. I'm still going to watch it, yeah, don't get me wrong. Fuck <laughs> you know, um, I don't think I can bring myself to. Um, may I ask, would you guys be able to get to John Wick Chapter 3 next Wednesday? Yes, yes, we can. We're already planning it. Point in my face. Don't point your finger in my face. We're already planning it anyway, aren't we? Yes, no. Yes. Yes. Because we're off work. Eden Camp is after the call. Eden Camp is not next week. No, it's not next week. We're going to Eden Camp. He won't know where that is. (laughs) Google Eden Camp, Ian. We're going there. Um, Okay. We're going to X fucking concentration camp. (laughs) It's not an X concentration camp. Prisoner of War camp. it was a prisoner of war camp okay. just because they were our prisoners doesn't make it not a prisoner of war camp yeah, yeah it was oh, that sounds yeah. delightful it's actually it's actually really quite good it's really good <laughs> and then you can put a penny in a machine and it presses it for you it, which has nothing to do with prisoners of war it says Eden Camp on it though when you press it it still has nothing to do with prisoners of war yeah. um, <laughs> you know, um, okay so yes, if, if you we guys are, we are get, off next Wednesday yeah, what? Cool. So if we record next Thursday, then we could do John Wick and Detective Pikachu. Pika Pika. What a double bill. I'm fucking loving that. Well, we have to watch John Wick and John Wick too. Though. Detective oh. Pikachu was shot on 35 mil. It was. <laughs> Literally, when I saw it, I thought, I, I actually looked at that and went, fuck off. And then checked and went, fuck off. Makes me want to see even more now. How excited I'm, you are for Detective Pikachu is really like it's quite alarming. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm all over that. The 4K is going to look fucking amazing as well. Yeah, like, it, seen, yeah. I've never seen any Pokemon ever at all. <laughs> is that kid called Ash? He's not. No, in, not in not in the film. Nope. Don't, I I I I literally don't know what Pokemon are. Oh, uh, mate, get ready for Psyduck. Just get ready for Psyduck. I am I I I sort this movie. I kind of feel like you need to do some pre. Not gonna do any. 
Like when I went to watch The Hobbit 3, having not seen either The Hobbit or other movies. <laughs> that was fucking what was funny. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> You've never even read the book. I've never read the books. No, <laughs> didn't, didn't look at anything at all. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> I forgot about that. Why did you do that? Because <laughs> we thought it would be funny. <laughs> Oh, you crazy bastard. Oh, that was good. I completely forgot about that. It was brilliant. Um, so, yeah, uh, we'll do John, John Wick Chapter 3 and Detective Pikachu. We'll also do uh, You, Me and Dupree. I think we're all going to watch all the John Wick films, so we'll probably just have a bit of a Wick-a-thon. Um, but also Pika-Pika. So, um, yeah. That's it. Thank you very much, guys. I'm going to go to bed. Um, I think these two are going to get some food. Um, filmbastards at gmail.com, uh, at DudeFoz, at BexyFoz, at Ian Loring, at Filmbastards. And, um, yeah, I think that's about it, eh? That is it. I think we might even try and sneak a pint in, might we? Yeah. <laughs> Ian, yeah. it's only half ten. Why are you off to bed? Because I was very drinky-drinky last night, and I'm... Tired. I, I, I feel Very like sleepy-sleepy now. I need sleep. I need okay. sleep. Just you, you have, 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 have a pleasant night. Sweet well, dreams. You, well, you too, guys, and uh, goodbye, listeners. Here's here's <laughs> here's Tenebrae because I want to do Yeah. Literally, like bidding the concert again. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> right, catch you soon, bud. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I won't mind doing that. Sha-la-la, 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 sha-la-la.